What is good, y'all? Welcome back to the Puncher's Point. You guys may have predicted another prediction episode. We just keep dropping these every single day. But we can't complain, you know? A lot of great fights are being made in boxing and a lot of great fights worth talking about. Devin the Dream Haney versus Regis Progre for the WBC Super Lightweight Championship. This is going to be a good fight, Breezy. I think both these guys are tailor-made for each other. So... I could definitely see a dominating performance from either guy. I could definitely see Regis Progray giving a lot of punishment to Devin Haney just by how explosive he really is and the punching power that he possesses. But on the other hand, I could also see Devin Haney outboxing him and basically for 12 rounds just proving why he is the better boxer. So this is going to be a really tough fight for me to predict. I think that both these guys are capable of greatness. I think they're both chasing greatness. Credit to uh, Regis Progray, again, notable guys on his list, Jose Zapata, Josh Taylor, who he lost to, but still it was a really good fight. It was a split decision. I believe they gave it to Josh Taylor. Now, Devin Haney on his side, he came off of the very close win to Vasily Lomachenko. He came off of two wins against Cambosos, Jojo Diaz. So they both have some good names on their record, and they both seem like they're trying to chase greatness. Progray is 10 years older than Devin Haney, but Progray started boxing when Devin Haney turned pro. So Progray is kind of, he's kind of late into the game, basically. He's a late bloomer, put it that way. But let's get straight into it. I want to say this fight will be taking place in San Francisco at the Chase Center. So that's definitely a very interesting place to have it. I'm definitely a big fan of them having it over there opposed to Las Vegas or we've seen a lot in Saudi Arabia. I'm glad that it's in a different place. But with all that being said, Breezy, let's jump right into it. Give me your breakdown of both these fighters. Give me who you think is going to win and how it's going to happen. I'm going to start off with Regis Progray. With Regis Progray, what I've seen in this film is out of all the brawlers I've seen, I would consider him a, a boxer puncher, right? I consider him more so on the brawler side and... I say out of all the brawlers I didn't see in so far in today's generation of boxing, he is one of those brawlers where his footwork can make up for some of his boxing, you know. Would I really consider him a very boxer type? No, I wouldn't. If you look at his highlights, he's more so of an in-pocket fighter, which means he's there to basically brawl with you and catch you with something in the meantime. If hopes of you, I'll box him or if it doesn't go to the scorecards. Hence what kind of happened with Josh Taylor. Now, can you say that was a close fight? Yes, you can. But if you actually analyze this fight, you had the boxer in Josh Taylor and you had the boxer puncher in Regis Progray. Regis Progray wasn't necessarily able to use that power to really affect Josh Taylor like that, which led to Josh Taylor being able to box him Use his IQ and go to the cars with him. And if you noticed in the Zapata fight, you can kind of see Zapata was trying to mix it up. He was trying to box, but he's also trying to brawl. Problem number one was Zapata. He tried to fight Regis Prograde fight. You, if you are a boxer, you do not brawl with the brawler. And if you are a brawler, you do not try to box the boxer. You're supposed to go in there with your best game plan. You're supposed to go in there with your best strength. In this fight with Devin Haney, his best strength is to brawl Devin Haney. His best strength is to get in that pocket, make it tough for him, push the pressure on him like uh, Lomachenko did, and um, basically catch him in between his jab. Because we know Haney, Haney 
he's going to use his jab. He's going to use the reach. He's going to use the distance and whatnot. And it's going to kind of be hard because, you know, like you said, when it comes to the experience sleep, you got David Henry who's been doing it as a kid, and you got Regis Progray, you know, who started maybe a little bit late and whatnot. And and you can tell just by how things are set up with the trash talking energy. You know, Regis is leaning towards, well, hey, he ain't really knocked nobody out. And how many times have we seen in boxing, you don't got to knock nobody out to win. You need... All you got to do is just outbox, go there, show a fifth aggression, be the better man, um, take two rounds, and and basically just control the fight. And I feel like Devin Haney, he's now going into a weight division where he's comfortable at. We all know in the Lomachenko fight, he really didn't have the best when it came to trying to make the weight for that fight. We all knew he was getting tired at 135. You know, he wasn't really necessarily meant to be at 135 that long. And the fact that Devin Haney is now at this new division and he's going to be healthy, I believe we're going to see a very healthy version of Haney. And I think we're going to see a very more technical version of Devin Haney. Now, the brawling style. Regis tends to dip his head down and come in with an overhand. Somebody like Devin Haney will take advantage of that. He's going to get in the pocket and he's going to one to you, back up, and one you again on the outside. He's not going to. So what I'm saying is, y'all, Devin Haney's going to get in the inside. He's going to get in the. He's going to be the inside. He's going to be in the outside. He's going to be the inside. He's going to be in the outside. But he's going to use the footwork too, which means he's going to throw Regis Progray off by using his footwork, getting in and getting out. Because for Regis, he's used to hitting guys and guys just standing there trying to back up. But Regis tears the tee off. He comes in with wild punches. He dips his head down. He's used to that. He's not really used to somebody constantly moving around, constantly dipping in it. Now. Regis Progray will have moments in this fight. I'm not saying Regis Progray is going to get washed. He will definitely have moments in this fight. I believe in the early rounds, Regis is going to try to box Devin Haney. And I believe in the middle towards the late rounds, he's going to try to brawl Haney because in the early rounds, Haney's going to show him that he's the better boxer. And th- here's, here's the thing for Haney. Haney has to go in there, use his jab. Don't stay too close to Regis. Make sure you keep a nice, fair distance. We will see a Haney. Uh, UD. I, I like that. That's my like that. I think that I'm gonna start with Regis Progray. So when I look at Regis Progray, the first thing you can say is, look, we can't ignore it. We can't deny it. A very powerful left hook. A very powerful left hook. That man, I truly believe that he could crack and knock out anybody in the 140 division with that left hook. It's that powerful. It's that strong. And I think that's definitely something that Devin Haney needs to watch out for. And he de- and and he knows that too. I saw the face-off between them, and the one mistake that I think both these guys are making, I'll start with Devin Haney. Devin Haney said he's a one-trick pony. I don't agree with that. I think Re- even though he's got that good left hook, Regis definitely has a lot of ways to beat Devin Haney. He has a lot of ways to do it. The other thing, he has very good head movement. Look, he might not be a boxer. He might be a brawler. But let me tell you something. He knows how to move his head. He knows how to be patient, and he also knows how to counter. So I think that's one thing that we also got to be very aware of as well so I don't think he's a one-trick pony he's unpredictable you don't know what he's gonna do you know when he I'll say this look it is a risk when he puts his hands low because obviously your your head is exposed that's nothing new but when his hands are low he's so unpredictable because you don't know what punch he's gonna throw so that's another example of him not being a one-trick pony he keeps his hands low and you don't know what he's gonna throw you just don't know yeah he has a powerful left hook yeah that's his bread and butter just like 
just like Ryan Garcia has a powerful left hook. But in this in this last fight that Ryan Garcia has, he's proven that he could beat opponents in many different ways. Regis Progray has that same ability. I don't think he's just a one-trick pony. I think that's the mistake that Devin Haney cannot make into this fight. He's a very awkward fighter. He kind of reminds me of Boo Boo a little bit. A little bit of a mix between Boo Boo and Benavides. You know, he he keeps his hands low. He He's a brawler. He's a big puncher. But at the same time, he's also a very unique fighter just like Boo Boo. In the sense of they don't fight like other boxers do. And I think that's a strength of his because, let's be honest, Devin Haney has never been into the ring with somebody like Regis Program. Good body hitter. There's been many times where he has knocked guys out with the body. He has hurt guys with body shots. And again, if Devin Haney is too concerned about his head, Regis Progray can just go down below and hurt him in the body. And I think that could definitely affect the fight later on. And he's a very explosive guy. I mean, look, once Regis Progray has you surrounded, he's going full and he's going all in and he's going to do whatever it takes to knock you out. So those are the strengths that he has. Now, weaknesses, he's vulnerable to the jab. He's very vulnerable to the jab. There have been many fights where all I see is a nice little jab and Regis Progray will get hit by it. You know, he does have a good head movement, but at the same time, he's also very vulnerable to the most powerful punch in boxing, the jab. Seems to get caught unnecessarily in exchanges. You know, I think sometimes he try, he gets a little too greedy in those brawl exchanges, especially when he was fighting Josh Taylor. There were many times where they would just go toe for toe, blow for blow, and Regis was just taking punches that he shouldn't have took. And I think that in a fight against Devin Haney, the other mistake that Progray is making is saying, Devin Haney can't crack an egg and that he's just going to beat him any way he wants. If you go in there thinking that, he's going to beat you the exact way that he beat Cambosos, which is just completely outboxing you the whole night and making you frustrated. You have to understand that you cannot sit in there and just and just go toe-to-toe with somebody. Even with a brawler like Regis Program, I know you said that if you're a brawler, you should stick to brawling, but let's be honest. He can't just stay in the pocket with Devin Haney and expect not to get hit. You have to use some type of footwork and you have to use some type of head movement to avoid that. Uh, he's not a pure boxer. We mentioned that before. Like you said, he is a brawler. So I think going up against a pure boxer is definitely going to be a test for him. And again, I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. Flat-footed. He's not really a guy who bounces on his toes. You know, he likes to walk you down just kind of like Oscar Duarte. Maybe a little bit better footwork than Oscar Duarte. But he likes to walk you down and he likes to kind of surround you and, and unleash those punches and he gets too wild you talked about his overhands and how he ducks his head and he'll come with with a wide overhand somebody like Devin Haney could definitely take advantage of that and if you remember the last fight that he had it's a controversy ready you say it's a knockdown or a slip either way guess what kind of took him down a jab so look I'm, I'm not saying Devin Haney's gonna knock him down but I'm saying look you might not need all that crack to knock Regis Progray down now keys to victory for Regis when closing it on Haney, explode. Do not let him think. When you have him surrounded, don't sit there and wait and say, oh, well, maybe I should do this, this, that. Nah. If you have him in that corner, go full out. Because Devin Haney is that type of boxer where he likes to think about what's coming up next. If you get him in a position where he can't think, kind of like what Lomachenko did. You remember, Lomachenko would just hit him with two jabs and get him in the corner and kind of just unleash hooks on him. And Devin Haney was getting frustrated because... Guys like Devin Haney, they're very patient fighters. They like to take their time and wait and think about what they're going to do. You don't let Devin Haney think. Right there, you're in the driver's seat. Press him against the ropes, like we said, and unleash your power, especially the left. Now, look, unleash that left, but don't do it every single time or else you're going to get 
telegraph. Devin Haney's going to predict what you're going to do, and he's going to clip you. But when needed, if you get him surrounded, hit him with that left. You know, make him rethink stuff. Don't be a one-trick pony. We talked about that. Use feints to make Devin Haney uh, let down his guard. Now, what I really like about Pro Gray, another uh, strength of his is he kind of likes to twitch. He'll do like these little twitches and he'll do like these little feints. He'll fake guys out, make them think that he's going low and he'll come up. Or he'll make them think that he's going up and he'll go down low to the body. So I think that using feints in this fight, and I think Devin is also very deceptive to feints. I think there were many times in that Lomachenko fight where Lomachenko used feints and he ended up getting clipped and he ended up getting hits on Devin Haney. So I think that's something that Regis Pro Gray should explore. And take advantage of when he comes in and counter. So Devin Haney's not just going to stand there, even though he's a boxer. He's not just going to stand there and jab, jab, jab. No, he's going to come in there and try to get some punches in as well. When he comes in, hit him with those counters. Regis Progray is a very patient fighter as well. He's a very good counter puncher. I think that's definitely a skill in this fight that Regis Progray can use to win. Now, Devin Haney, very patient. We talked about it. Fundamentally sound. You know, Devin Haney's not going to go in there and basically go in there and brawl. He's not going to go in there and, you know, fight somebody else's fight. He's very fundamentally sound. He knows his fundamentals very, very well. And I think that's something that Devin Haney can definitely use to win this fight. Effective jab, we talked about that. Knows when to slip in and out. He's not going to stay in exchanges with you and brawl, go toe-to-toe with you. No, he's going to hit, like you said, he's going to hit you with a nice little one-two, go outside, and then hit you with a third punch. And that's what Devin Haney likes to do. And I think that's a strength of his. And I think that's a testament to Devin Haney on how good he is at knowing when to punch, knowing when to attack, and knowing when to go back on the defense. And he's good at cutting angles and escaping trouble. Not many times have you seen Devin Haney, besides maybe Lomachenko, get surrounded and basically let guys punch up on him. Lomachenko is a very special fighter, so he kind of had his trouble there. But besides Lomachenko, he, he knows how to, if he gets surrounded, he knows how to kind of use his angles, maybe a little clinch to get himself out of the ropes and get back in the middle of the ring. And I think that Devin Haney needs to stay in the middle of the ring to win this fight. Haney's weaknesses. When he is against the rope, not many times, but when he is against the ropes, he tends to curl up with no offense. He tends to kind of just put his guard up and let the guy just wail on him until until he somehow finds a way to get out of it, which I don't think he can do with Regis Progress because I think Regis Progress has too much power. He does lack the power of a lot of hard hitters. I do think that if somebody like Regis Progray feels his punches and is like, you know what, this isn't really anything, he's going to get very comfortable with going in there and just punt and just boxing Devin Haney. So he doesn't have that one hit or quitter like a lot of other guys in the 140-pound division. I think that might be a weakness for Devin Haney. And and I'm going to be honest, Loma kind of exposed him against those left jabs. Loma, and a lot of times in that fight, when it wasn't just a leash on Devin Haney, he would hit him with those left jabs. He would kind of double up on him. He would just hit like two left jabs on Devin Haney and Devin Haney would get hit by them. And I think that in this fight, Regis Progray needs to use his jab more. And I think that that's something that is going to set him up to kind of beat Devin Haney in terms of allowing him to come in with those power punches. So the keys with Devin Haney, let Progray walk into your punches in the middle of the ring. Stay in the middle of the ring and let Regis Progray just walk it. Let Regis Progray try to be aggressive. And when he comes in, Devin Haney can clip him. Stay away from the left hand and utilize the jab early. We talked about that. He knows that that left hand is going to be dangerous. So I expect Devin Haney to get away from that left hand. But again, utilize the jab. Because like we said, Regis Progray is very vulnerable when it comes to the jab. Use your footwork to make Progray frustrated. If Progray can't see you, if he can't surround you, he can't hit you, 
that's going to frustrate a fighter. I think that's just, that is definitely something that's going to affect progress. Take advantage of brawls and get a couple of punches in, but don't get greedy. Like we said, if you're going in toe-to-toe, get a couple of punches in our Regis program. It couldn't hurt you. But at the same time, don't just stick in there and stay in there and allow Regis program to get unnecessary shots on you. And last but not least, counter uppercut when it comes in. He has a very good uppercut, Demon Haney, and I think that that's definitely a counter that you should explore that I don't think Regis is going to expect. So, my prediction... I, I think it could go either way. I think it could be a dominant performance for either guy. But I do think this is going to be a UD decision for Devin Haney, 115-113-116-112. But I think it's going to be a close fight. I think both guys are going to have their highlights. I don't think it's going to be lopsided kind of like Haney and Cambosos. I truly do think that it's going to be a tough fight. Some people might say it's a robbery. But I think it's going to be a 116-112. And I got Devin Haney winning this by unanimous decision and becoming the new undisputed super lightweight champion. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Breezy? Okay, with that being said, I appreciate y'all for tuning into the Puncher's Point. Somehow, some way during, some way, somehow, whatever time it might be before the fight, I am going to upload a real, a little hype reel for this fight. So make sure you guys tune into the Instagram to go check that out. Make sure you guys keep tuning in to the Punchers Points episodes, especially the prediction episode. You know, we got a lot of great things coming. We've talked about Season 2 enough on this show. We can't talk about it anymore. Season 2 is about to be a banger, so make sure you guys are there come January 2024 because that's when Season 2 is going to start. With that being said, we want you guys to tune in to Devin Haney versus Regis Progray, San Francisco, at the Chase Center, December 9th on Day Zone. With that being said, make sure y'all stay on point with the Punchers Point, and we out.